poverty, heartbreaks and heartaches, ups and downs, only smiles and envious frowns. There's still a lot of love and happiness to be found. All you gotta do is hard it down. Welcome back to Pod D. This is episode 15 of the Pod D podcast. Uh, if you would, if you're watching on YouTube, click like, click subscribe. If you're listening on uh, one of the podcast services, leave us a review, a five-star review, and a comment. We would appreciate it. So, again, let's just skip the intros. We'll eventually introduce ourselves. Let us let us get our feet warm first. Again, we, we got back, or we have back, the Four Horsemen. We're missing one other uh, podcaster. He'll he'll join us, you know, at a later date. But let's just get right to it. Crazy Kanye. Kanye has been wild lately, trying to mess up his Adidas deal, Adidas or Adidas. He already messed up his Gap deal. Now he's in, you know, overseas. I think in Paris, going crazy at the uh, the fashion shows. Just just wild. I can't forget the White Lives Matter. Uh, t-shirt him and Candace Owens wore at the fashion shows overseas. So that's what we're going to start off our podcast with. That's the the, uh, the topic we're going to discuss first. Who wants to take it? How do you guys feel about what Kanye is doing right now? Well, I think I think Kanye, I don't know if it's a mental thing with him, man. It, and it has to be. It has to be, right? So how can a guy, you know, be this successful have all the success with all the, you know, the clothing, the music, relationships, and then just go left on, just go left on everybody. It has to be something mental going on with this dude, man, to to do this. Do you really, is he doing it for, is he doing it to get the, what is he doing it for? He got, he got money, he got, (laughs) he got the respect of the industry. I just got it. So it's, to me, it has to be some sort of mental thing this guy's going through. I think it's a, a bipolar episode. I think you're right about that. Yeah, like why? Why else? Why else do that? Yeah. I just, I just don't think he's in his right mind, man. I really don't. It seems like, uh, you know, the minute he needs our help or our backing, he, he, you know, he'll run to the, you know, the black community to get. And we back them, but I think this time it's going to be way different. I really think so. I think he, I think he done, I think he done messed up with, uh, with with his, with the original people who who backed him from the beginning. I really do. Yeah. I mean, Charlemagne, he he had a he pre, he summed it up pretty good for me. He he was talking about how uh, he feel like Kanye. He just he just need white approval. There's something, there's something in him that he just wants to be accepted by white people, and he and he stated that when 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 things aren't right with him and he going through some shit, then he he ultra black, you know, he all black. Yeah. But when he in his right mind and everything's going good, he's always doing shit, saying shit to get that white approval, whether it's you know sitting in Donald Trump lap or uh you know wearing white lives matter you know 
saying slavery is a choice. You know, this is this is just who he is, and we we and I don't know, I don't I don't rock with the dude anyway. Uh, his clothes, I don't understand that shit. Uh, I, I mean, I really don't. I don't understand why people. I mean, the shit's ugly to me, but yes. that's, neither, that's neither here nor there. But um, you know, I you know we give him you know we give him what he want attention. You know, he wear a white lies t shirt, and everybody gonna be talking about it. Everybody gonna be talking about why Kanye do this, why he do that. You know, we give him what he want. Just you know, quit fucking with him. I think I think you're right about that. I think I think the media gives him the attention. Like he's like a media seeking. He's like he like seeks <laughs> the media appro- like this approval. This he just wants. Just just weird, man. Just a just a weird dude. And and another thing about him, uh, like he 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 wants to be the smartest guy in the room at all times, you know. And it's tough to be around a motherfucker who think he know everything. Yeah. Cause, you, Cause you can't tell him nothing. He think everything that come out of his mouth is gospel. He think everything that he put out there, fashion wise, should be up there with, you know, all the designs. You know, it's just he think everything he do is dope, and it's not. I agree about the clothes. I haven't seen maybe the shoes, maybe, but I'm not out looking for shoes. But with the clothes, I haven't seen anything I would want to buy or want it. In these, you know, these years, have you have you ever seen the shit for sale? I ain't never seen it for sale. <laughs> Where you get it at? Because they buy it all up, right? <laughs> Where you get that shit at? Right. <laughs> you know, but, it hit home for me when Dame Dash. You know, Dame Dash recently, you know, said you know about Kanye, and I thought he'd be the first one trying to back him, but Dame Dash, like, man, this guy need help. You know, he said. Dame Dash says wild things all the time, but he said Kanye just saying things that he's like, what? And now <laughs> he's like, man, this dude really, really needs to seek some sort of help. He's he, he reaching out for help, man. And then they, what y'all think about him like posting like the, the messages between like him and, and Puff? And I mean, he just. Yeah, he was fighting with Puff. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's fighting with Puff, putting their conversations online, man. I just feel he's a t- attention seeking. So I just, I think it's mental, man. It has to be some sort of mental with this dude. But, I mean, from everything I've ever seen, like from footage of back in the day, this is kind of who he's been. Only thing that's changed is he got rich. Okay. You know, he's been this type, type of dude, you know, the whole time. You know, money just made it worse. You think you think he's always been though, like because um, almost he seemed like he's coming across, you know, not, I don't want to say anti-black, but you know, coming across as you know, sellout. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I and I ain't think that, and I think that's what's got everybody pissed off, man. You know, white lives matter shirts and you know, slavery of choice, all that kind of ignorant stuff. I think that's what's setting off the black community who supported him. I mean, when he's sitting it down in Trump lap posing for pictures, I mean, like, damn. <laughs> it, it, to me, that's 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 the final straw. I don't think it's mental with him at all. You know, he's he's probably like the first artist that I rock with did a three sixty. You know, like, you know how you 
get attached to an artist, you're like, man, that's my man. This dude just dope. But then when you start finding out the personal side, you're like, man, he come off like a sucker or some shit. I think he playing off a different bag that our culture really is not used to playing. I don't think he give a fuck. I, I really don't think he care how he plays. I think he rock with who he rock. But when you cross the line with him, he will go so far as to put your address out there, which is which is like a that's a no no. That's like giving. That's like you being a married man and it's a female that likes you. And he give her your number. Like, disrespect like, your, just disrespect your wife and just say, well, here's his number right here, call him. You know, he come off like one of those kind of guys. And when you go to confront him, he won't take any accountability. It's like he has no type of filter on what he will say, how far he will go, and what he will do. So what y'all but, think? But he'll be level-headed with you. You know what I'm saying? So you brought that up. So what do you think about, you know, the thing with him and his ex-wife and how he's stalking her and sending messages to the dude? Well, they ain't together no more, but just his whole behavior with that situation. I, I think what he tried to do is is use his fans, his followers, to turn on um, Kim and Pete. I, I felt like he looked at it as if he lost so he went and bought a house next door across the street, you know, her. He just tried to harass her to to the best of his ability and tried to, you know, intimidate intimidate the, the, the guy. That's something. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's it's controlling and manipulative all in all in one. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, he's judging a man, which is something you should never do. You know what I'm saying? And and he's trying he was trying a bully tactic with the guy. You know, of course, their relationship ended up breaking up, Pete and, and Kim K. But I don't think it had anything to do with him. But that's how he was trying to run uh, Pete away and stuff like that. You know, looking back, do I feel like I, I don't know him personally? You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to say anything offensive. But I know that when you have children and the things you do, and your children can see what you can do 10, 15 years from now, you're going to have to answer for that. You, you don't really have to answer to that, you know? Mm hmm. He I got think. away with this shit because because Pete Davidson White. <laughs> well, what what you gonna do? Even the Pete Davidson Black, what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it was a different dude, I I don't think it would kind of I don't think it would go down like that. Person, I think he looked at him as a sucker and he just felt like he can do whatever he want, threaten him, whatever. But if it was somebody else, I don't think he. He he'd be a little. He probably choose his words a little more wisely. I would think. I thought I thought years ago he handled the situation with Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa. I thought he handled that pretty pretty well in the beginning. But I remember Wiz Khalifa made a joke on Twitter, and boy, he snapped. He took <laughs> the joke the wrong way. He went out talking about you stole kid cut style. He just went in on Wiz. Wiz like, huh? he's talking about you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you, that's a good point. But I, I think we just we didn't see to the extent of what he what he did because like now he's sharing all the messages, he's sharing all the things publicly. I bet he's been that. Uh, you, you you don't change the stripes overnight. I bet he's been like that. You know, from the beginning, mm -hmm. especially with you know when somebody came and his girl or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
I bet you he's been that way all the time, but he just never had the power to success. Yeah, success is has accentuated that personality. Yes, like you said earlier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because now he's in a position to where he's you know powerful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't you really can't tell him shit. Nah. Clown though. He, he's a certified <laughs> clown. I will say that. A certified yeah. How many? Oh. How many? I got Yeezys. I know somebody got some Yeezys. I got, I got, I got Yeezys. I got. I, got, I, I ain't got. never seen none in the store. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, they're, they're crazy, but you gotta I, get them retail, right? I mean resale. Resale, but as you say that, Rodney, the 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 his stock that shoe is going way down, man. There used to be a shoe that you it was crazy price now still high but it's just way more reasonable it's about half of what it used to be like so retail like, retail they're not that expensive right it's retail are not expensive retail, they sell like people buy them up and then sell them for high higher prices on resale market exactly now now you go out and you and a reseller buy his shoes you may fuck around and get stuck with them because it's just you know the market ain't what it was on them um and like you can get his shoes a lot cheaper and i i think he, he's damaged his whole brand Every, he's he's damaged everything his, his whole his whole brand so so, so is this shoe considered a luxury shoe like I know it's not a basketball shoe it's not a tennis shoe so like, what a, casual, kind of, huh? like, a, like a casual shoe okay like you know it's like it's like a cat it's like a casual shoe but they they super popular man they super popular but they're, they're but the price has steady been going down on them so were they uh, were they more better well I'm not better were they more were they better than the Jordans or something like that no, they're just different. They're just different. Super okay. comfortable. I mean, they're super comfortable. They're 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 unique, and uh, they come damn phone out. runners or whatever the fuck those things are with all the holes in them. <laughs> come on, man. They're just different. No, I, I got one pair. Jay, you make know. sure you put up a picture of that motherfucker <laughs> once we get it. This motherfucker, put up a picture of them goddamn phone runners or whatever you call them. Okay. <laughs> What's that said? The I know the name 750, 350. Is it one of the his first one with that uh or Yeezy 350 boost? Mm-hmm. So so the first Yeezys were those distributed through Nike. Yeah, those yeah. are Air, Air Yeezys. Yeah, okay. Air Yeezys. And then he has the Adidas versions, right? Yeah, got oh. the Adidas deal. Yeah. Okay. Well, is That's he like still gonna have it? I'm trying to get out of it. He try, yeah. He's right. trying yeah. Well, they 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 looking at fucking cutting ties with him too, right? I don't think they really want to because his his stuff is selling the way it is. So you think you think he's at a point where he feel like I could do this on my own? I don't need y'all. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. think? Okay. So this is this is probably the method behind the madness. What he's probably trying to do is damage his character so that they can say, you know, what I'm saying like something in the contract and drop him. So that he can do what he really want to do business wise. Because mm-hmm. if he has to honor the contract, then okay, now it's time for me to act ass. Let me backtrack a little. Um, okay. Adidas has he accused him of copying his style, mm-hmm. and and they have they have some shoes and some shirts and stuff that look just like his stuff. Yeah. That that is not easy, and he was complaining about that, and they were having meetings about him without him at the meeting like disrespecting him on a business level and stealing his designs so it's not just like him just going acting crazy they are kind of like 
breaking the, the contract rules. I mean, but is, but is that a contract rule? I mean, if, if it's under their umbrella? 100%, yeah. It's, it's, it's their shoe. So but. it's just like with, with the with the Jordan. Um, well, maybe before it got to be Jordan brand, but I know early on there were feet like they used those features on Jordans on a lot of products in their line. The flight, the flight line and all that. Mm-hmm. They they use elements from the Jordan in, in other lines. So you know. Yeah, I mean that's the business. What they do is they, they take a shoe, a popular shoe, they recreate it with a with a in their same under their same umbrella, but cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. Yeah, so you know and available so people who couldn't get it can get that version of it, uh get a cheaper version of it. So they do that all the time. But I think Hughes, you bring up a good point. I bet you the, the end game is get away from Adidas and he make his own Yeezy brand, like his own, you know, under no umbrella. I bet you that's the end game for him. And but this does, is what's so much damage to where even when he does that, he's gonna kill. Yeah, you know, because it seems like now, you know, people really starting like black people really starting to say, you know what, fuck this dude. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been trying to give him a pass for like years, but I think people really now just starting to say, fuck this dude. But th- to me, this is what Sway warned him about when, exactly. when when he was like, Sway, you don't have the answer. Sway was trying to give him the game, like, man, create your own stuff. Mm-hmm. How Sway? How Sway? You know, <laughs> he didn't want to hear it, but it's like what you were saying, Rodney. It's like he needed their approval mm-hmm. to give him that stamp. Because if you have all the creativity mind and you have the connects, why don't you design the luxury stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like you did the internship. You already was cool with Virgil. You know what I'm saying? That that, that was designing for Gucci and stuff. You mean to tell me y'all can't create nothing on your own? Because you, you did it anyway. You know, Adidas and Nike just distribute the crap. Mm-hmm. You know? Let me, let me go back. Okay. I think Rodney said, um, it was you, Rodney and Cedric said um jordan nike takes jordan like they'll take the soul and you're absolutely right about that you, you see like jordan style on a lot of different shoes but we have never heard jordan complain about it he's never said hey you stealing my stuff you disrespecting me so did, maybe did he understand the, the the process like shit, this is this is how okay. i go you know oh yeah that's, that's how but, i go but he also did something. Although he didn't complain, he did do something about it. He created the Jordan brand. That was years later, which is which is something he probably should have did from the jump. But oh, he didn't have the ability to do it from the jump. You're right. He he didn't. He did. He didn't. I don't think he understood his power, his influence around he, in the country and around the world. But he wasn't Michael Jordan then. He always been Michael Jordan. No. He's not always been Michael Jordan. From from like think 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 about think about the the Nike uh, commercial. He could have he could have been he could have been hooked up with Spike Lee to produce that commercial that that Nike commercial. Nike really didn't do nothing for him. Yeah, no. <laughs> what? 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 What did What did Nike do to for for the George? They didn't even have so you, a, a Nike sign on it. So you telling me? So you telling me if Reebok would have got Michael Jordan? So you you ain't giving Nike no credit for none nah. of the no no, no none no, of the, no. the advertising, none of the no. marketing of it. 
No. You have to, man. Nike no. is a machine, man. Yes. Listen, yeah. who else besides Jordan, who else shoes sell out like that? LeBron's. It don't sell out. No, nobody shoes. Michael sell. Jordan is, is Michael Jordan. Nobody, <laughs> but there they, is no one. They have repeated that that success with the Kobe's, the Barclays, the Kobe's Bo Jackson's. Am, am I wrong for saying that? Did the Kobe's ever take off? Were they ever a they, culture they, phenomenon? The most, you yes. know, the Kobe is the most popular basketball shoe. Was like that be, was that before the death or after his death? No, it was during. It was it was during. It was before. It was before. You know, mm-hmm. basketball players play in Kobe's. They play in Kobe's a lot. Like the and, I, and I don't understand it. <laughs> they do. They I don't understand his, it. They play in his shoes all the time. So, but 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 there, but there's a difference. I mean, there's like you like you say. Basketball, they're popular. They're super popular with basketball players. Yeah, but they're not as popular as a casual shoe. Exactly, you ain't gonna see nobody rocking Kobe's on the street like that. Okay, yeah. okay, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and Kobe didn't have a ton of commercials and advertisement. To, oh yeah, to he make did. His shoe. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. Kobe was. You know, he got caught up with that. You know, that bullshit in Colorado. Okay. Still, but Kobe. No, after that, after he got, you know, after he got through that, got 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 that did that, um, went back to the Olympics. His popularity just just blew up again. You know, okay. so he was doing big big spots and he had big advertising. Okay. Let's, let's I, talk. I just go ahead. I'm sorry. Nope. You go ahead. No, I, think I was just thing, say, I feel like we just I, I feel like we support it definitely Nike just off GP. Repeat that, Hughes. I said I feel like we just support Nike off GP. I don't feel like they really. Camera's looking at me. I I don't really feel like they done anything amazing to make Michael Jordan this this phenomenal marketing genius offline. uh, To to have the kids embrace him the way he did to to be a cultural phenomenon the way he did. (laughs) They did. They did everything. Shit. They designed the shoe. The shoe. Him. The, the, like it's fifty percent the shoes and it's fifty percent what he did on the court. I don't, I never did like them first, so you know. You you never did like the, the first ones are the most damn near the most popular. Yeah, I, I never did like those. I thought they were like. They came off like. Uh, like a Converse ripoff. You you remember uh you remember uh Maggie Johnson and Larry Bird uh Converse shoes they had? The weapon, yep. Yeah, it, it looked just like that. Just a different color scheme. <laughs> but you think of think of the time though. Think of the time when that when that when it was doing that's 80, 85, 80, 84, 85. There wasn't, you know, there was only a few type of shoes out there. That's a fact. Because wasn't he like the first to have the the red and black? Like a color scheme. Now he's the first one. It was more. Go ahead, Rod. Rod. Can you hear uh, us? You were saying. You were saying. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, finish your statement. What, what were you saying? No, I was just saying. It was more of a cousin to the Air Force One than. Fuck, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> what well, what was I saying? About uh, I don't know. I, I, forgot. About, 
talk about the shoe. The shoe I'm, on my second, I'm on my second Michelob Ultra, so my, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, this, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember if the R1. R, R1 oh, yeah, yeah, I was saying, like, one thing, the one thing about Kobe, no, I was saying the thing about Kobe. Now, Kobe had a more hands-on approach, more hands-on to his shoes. Okay. What's your favorite shoe? Let's go around. What's your favorite shoe? My favorite shoe is the uh, Air Jordan. My favorite shoe is the Air Jordan uh, 3. Uh, blue and red colorway. Probably my favorite shoe. Most comfortable. I like it the way it looks. Probably my all-time favorite shoe. Is that the one shaped like uh, Air Force One? That's the one, right? That's the one that looks more like the Air Force One with the big Nike school show. That this one, you wouldn't really know they were. You, That's you the one with the elephant print. Yeah, elephant print. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Elephant print. That's a good shoe. What you got, Rodney? Favorite shoe, all time. Uh, it's same thing. The Air Jordan Three. That was the first shoe that ever captivated me. I remember. Yep, I had the you know I had the Jordan Two, but I had the Jordan Three came out and I was in Chicago visiting my uh, relatives and my cousin. He had a pair, and I remember I was just sitting in the room looking at the motherfuckers like, "Damn, these motherfuckers dope!" Like everybody down there eating. <laughs> I mean, his room just looking at his shoes like from different angles and shit, just imagining myself with him on, man. So. Yeah, that was the first shoe. I was, I was what eleven years old, and when I saw them, and, and it was on from there. And then, you know, of course, I think the eleven will be a close second. Air Jordan eleven. All right. Huge. You got a favorite shoe? Yeah. So my favorite comfortable shoe is all white Reebok Classic. My favorite group of, of stylish shoes that I can't go wrong with probably be from Air Force Ones. I would say Air Max, but they're not as comfortable. Uh, I visually like them, but they're not as comfortable as I would like them to be. But I like I like Air Force Ones. You mean that Reebok, the Reebok Classic, the, uh, like the running shoe? Mm-hmm, the all-white ones. Running shoe? Yeah, they, they were they were comfortable, but you know, when you're young, you can't, can't keep them <laughs> white all the time. You know, so. <laughs> And I hate white shoes. Man. I'm going with the Air Max. Pretty much anything Air Max, mm -hmm. I can get into it. You know, they make so many different Air Max. You can't. Right. You have a lot to pick from. I want to go back. Let's go back. We we started talking about Kobe. Uh huh. Um, I have a favorite Kobe story. You know, the the legend stories you hear about Kobe, his work ethic, stuff like that, stuff he did in practice. Anybody have? Um, any any good Kobe stories or your favorite story that you heard about Kobe that sticks out to you? I'll go first. I'll go first. I heard um, two recent stories. Um, Nick Young, Swaggy P was on Vlad, and he said uh, they were in practice with Kobe, and all everybody had on Kobe's tennis shoes. You know, they weren't practicing as hard, and Kobe stopped the practice, made everybody take off, you know, his shoes and throw them in the trash. <laughs> so, you know, that's a that's a gangster move. Like, mm -hmm. like take my fucking shoes off, throw them away. Did y'all uh, watch the Redeem? Have y'all been watching that Redeem team on Netflix, That uh, the, the documentary on that, the Redeem team? I haven't yet. 
it's cool. We bring up Jerry. You bring up uh, Kobe. How Kobe, how Kobe changed that whole mindset of that team when he when he jumped on that team with them. Yeah, the bunch. You know, you know, LeBron was like year year five, year six. Same with Carmelo. Same with um, D Wade. But you know, they he, they tell a story about how they were all out partying one night, and uh, they all came in back to the hotel. They all coming in around four or five. <laughs> but Kobe coming down to the gym to go work out at four or five. So as they coming in from a night in, a night out, he going down to start working and, 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 and perfecting his craft. So, you know, it just goes to show you, man, that that dude just was, you know, and LeBron was like, man, this cat, that cat was just different. He just, just different, man. He wanted to win. He wanted to win at all costs. Mm-hmm. So that just, I mean, I, he, he just that, he was just that dude. I think he, you know, and we, we have this um, conversation a lot between us about, especially Rod and I, about where he fits on a on a on a Mount Rushmore of just basketball players or or in your all time top five or top ten. So, yeah, yeah where's he, he at? Let's place him. Where's he at? For me, he, for me, he top ten. He definitely top ten for me. Um, you know, outside, right outside my top five, but he he right there, man. He right there. Right there, that, that next six to that six to seven eight spot. I think he, six to seven eight best player ever to play, in my opinion. I'm embarrassed. I feel like I I I didn't I didn't I didn't recognize his greatness, and I didn't appreciate his his greatness. I didn't know what I was watching uh, in front of me. You know what I'm saying? I think for so many years I was like a, a Kobe hater because. I didn't understand his process of him being able to think outside of the box and say Michael Jordan is the top for top basketball player. That's why I'm em- that's why I'm emulate. I'm a I'm a mirror his style and I'm gonna take something and add that to myself and, and I'm gonna be great. And at first I used to look at that like, man, he just bite, man. He he ain't better than Jordan. This, this, this. He developed Michael Jordan work ethic. He had his own mindset. He was able to break down players on his own, not just depending on videotape that he watched of Michael Jordan. He was able to break down players on his own. I was not able to em- embrace and enjoy his greatness while he was still playing. So I'm embarrassed by that to say, like, damn, I should have came out my shell and been able to recognize that greatness that was that was that was you know playing and stuff like that. You know, I was I was I was on his ass. I, I was on his ass when he got rid of when he was behind getting rid of Shaq. I didn't understand it too young and too immature to see that he can already see that Shaq wasn't giving his 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 greatness at at all times, and he was calling him out. You know what I'm saying? But he hadn't had that many years in the league to have that type of audacity. But that's the kind of guy he was. You know what I'm saying? He he just demanded greatness from himself and from all his all his teammates. And so I had a lot of growing up to do to 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 really realize how how special Kobe was, you know. And I could look back at yeah, dude, dude, dude definitely top top ten of a basketball player, defensively, offensively, he, he's top ten, hands down. It was a nightmare to defend, you know, for for your best player. I don't disagree. I can agree. Top ten. That sounds about right. Yeah. What do you got on Rodney? Top ten? 
I have him top ten? Like you said, said, we had this conversation before, and I'm trying to think that I have him in my top ten. Yeah. Uh, he he was in the top ten or right on the fringe of the top ten, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite story. I don't, I don't uh, Okay, I'll go with this one. Uh, so this is when MJ was with the Wizards, and Kobe was uh, he was like a free agent. He had dropped his, you know, he had broken his Adidas deal, but he couldn't sign with nobody for a year. So he was wearing a bunch of shit, all all kind of brands for, for the entire season. So he had on some J's and they played the Wizards and Mike looked down and told him, like, you can wear the shoes, but you can never fill them. <laughs> so that got under Kobe's skin. And I think the next time they played, he, he scored like 55. You know, so you know that's. I mean, you know, it's cool. You know, MJ was forty, so he gave he gave him the business for fifty five. But you know, I think that's kind of cool. And I think you know Jordan respected that. You know, because he saw himself, probably saw himself uh, a lot in Kobe, his mentality, and yeah. Um, But Squeak, you say uh, talk about. Growing, you know, having growing up to do in regards to with you know his career, but I think a lot of that was him though, because he didn't come off. You knew he you knew he could play, but a lot of the shit that he did, you know, some some of it on the court, some of it off the court, kind of made you look at him like, man, this cat, he ain't all, you know, he ain't all that, you know. I know I, that was with me. I kind of looked at him, you know, especially with the. You know when he when he told on Shaq and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know where someone right. told on Shaq when you know when when he got in trouble. Right. Yeah, it's like what kind of dude is this? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, I think for well, I just speak for me. A lot of the stuff that he did off the court, and that you know, and this his personality kind of made me not you know really you know fuck with him like that. But I always appreciated his skill. You know, I I was never a Kobe fan. Um, I was never a Kobe fan, but I I understood how good he was. Yeah. You know, and now he has he has Tupac stature. Mm-hmm. You know, funny he's greater in death than he was when he was alive. It's it's funny you say that, Rod. You make me think about you know, it's a cat that didn't grow didn't grow up like us. You know, he grew up in like like Italy learning languages or something. So he just, he just, he beat to a different drum. Right. So while we used to just, he just different, you know, like <laughs> you just say, who the hell is this? Who the hell is this cat? Mm-hmm. Just, just different for us. What we grew up, grew up with, mm-hmm. you know, I got a <laughs> speak and <laughs> later I got a question for like, like a quick question yeah. for everybody. I just want to get they response to it because it's just, there's this question going around, but I can bring it up later. Okay. Okay. Two more uh, Kobe stories. I know you guys probably know this. When he tore his Achilles, um, he went and finished the free throw. You know, that's, yeah. Nobody probably has ever done that that I know about. Mm-hmm. And the story is he came to the league early so he could have a chance to play Jordan in his prime. So that's kind of the, the – I'm assuming it's true. I've heard it a couple of times. You know, that's one of the motivations for him trying to make it to the league, you know, early. So let's transition. 
Let's stay in but the back. But he still didn't play Jordan in his prime. You don't think so? Nah. He still had just still had some more in the no. tank, but that was his prime though. He he came into the league and, and he he came in the league in 96, 96, 97 was his first year. Mm-hmm. Jordan was 33, 34 years old. So he wasn't in he wasn't in his prime. He was still winning championships. Yeah, right. that's my he question. Wasn't in his prime. How many more did he win after Kobe came in? Two, didn't he? Or did he do three? Yeah, it was two. Uh, it was yeah. two. 90. 96, 97, 97, 98. 97, 98. Yeah, they yeah. won two. Yeah. You guys are the stat guys, so I'm not gonna disagree. But you know, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Jordan yeah. was there and Kobe was coming. Nobody else was coming for Jordan. Maybe uh, the piss. Uh, everybody was coming for Jordan, but yeah. not not the young boy. No young boys was like, where's Jordan? At? He wasn't Bro. ready. He, yeah, wasn't, he wasn't ready when he came yeah, in. Grant Hill was young and he was coming for him. You know okay. what I'm saying? But Cole, he, was, he was coming for him. Shaq was coming for him. Penny was coming for him. That, and see, that, go, that goes back to meet my immaturity, how he was being marketed and campaigned because I remember thinking like, what the hell did Jerry Rest see in him? You know, he, he came straight out of high school. So I think I was always under the assumption that the that the Kobe train and the Kobe hype at some point was gonna was gonna die down, and maybe it died down when when Shaq left and they were in their rebuilding period. But he never died down. He never stopped busting that ass on that court. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing I could say uh, about about Kobe. That cat. And that's why I said I wish I could go back in time because I never got to see him play in person. You know what I'm saying? And there's plenty of markets that I probably could have went to, Indiana, you know, Atlanta, you know, to to see this guy to really play and stuff like that. And I just forded that on off like, man, this this is it's over for him now. And he found the way and did something smart and and, and probably pushed the issue to bring Phil Jackson to to the Los Angeles Lakers when nobody else was pushing that issue. You know what I'm saying? And getting Andrew Bynum in tip-top shape, you know, holding him accountable, Paul Gasol, and they went on to win a couple of championships, you know? So, wait a minute. You, you think Kobe was behind getting Phil Jackson back? I thought he was. Maybe maybe I'm speaking out of turn or something like that. I, I thought he was I thought he was really okay with, with Phil joining the Lakers. Okay, now that's a different statement. Yeah, You're saying he okay with it, because I don't think it really fucking mattered. Uh, they wanted, you know, old girl wanted Phil to be the coach. Now I get now because Phil had wrote that book criticizing Kobe, so I'm guessing they probably had to mend some fences about that. Yeah, everybody personality probably different. You know what I'm saying? You know, they probably had to try to kiss and make up over that, but you know, he was gonna be the coach one way or the other. Right. But I, I think I think Phil coming to the squad helped them get those championships. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't think another coach uh, besides my man from San Antonio. You know. Uh, I mean, you can get anybody, but if you don't get Paul Gasol as in there, yeah. you know, they ain't gonna win no. Ch- I mean, I'm not saying he was a driving force, but I mean, we <laughs> saw what it, we saw what it was when Shaq left. Yeah, for them, yeah. Three yeah. years, you saw yeah. what it was. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had, but you know, Phil had Shaq and Kobe. Then he had, you know, Kobe with Gasol too. So yeah, he was a and, and old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely, a- absolutely old. Absolutely, you know, I'm a Laker guy, so I I know, you know, Phil brought a lot to the table. He he did. He brought he brought a lot to the table, but he also had talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable talent, man! Unbelievable talent. Shaq and Kobe. I know you had. It took somebody to to mend them and put them in the, together, but. Man, you start with Shaq and Kobe. You can take a <laughs> Shaq and Kobe. Come on, man. That's you gonna you gonna get a you gonna get something out of that. That's a fact. You're, you're gonna get a deep playoff run out of that out of Shaq and Kobe. That's a fact. Yeah, once yeah. they once they got going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got booted out the first two or three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Spurs, mm-hmm. Spurs always game. I mean, even when they were even when they were winning championships, the Spurs Give them still business. still mm-hmm. snuck in what. About two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Spurs got two. Yeah. So. I do like the Shaq and Kobe after the years uh, altered their relationship and and, and brought it to a public uh, point and, you know, just was able to amend the little differences in, in the big brother, little brother type of role. I do like the fact that they were able to just have that sit down despite all the rumors and the um, stuff that, that we were told and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Again, man, again, I just think he didn't grow up like, yeah. like, like us, like, like, yeah. like young guys, like didn't grow up with friends that you, you know, do anything for you, you know, you ride or die with your boys. You know, I just don't think he had that, you know, them, them kind of relationship. So to him, <laughs> you know, he was a loner, you know, lone, one of them lone wolf kind of dudes. So, mm-hmm. That's, that's I think that was his issue. So let's stay right here in this NBA lane. Um, so last week I think it was uh, the Warriors. Draymond Green. To me, it's almost a sucker punch. To me, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but Draymond Green, I'm gonna say sucker punch. What's the guy's name? Pool. Jordan Pool. Jordan Pool. Jordan Pool. So they get into an argument in practice. The word is Pool was talking shit, talking trash, and. Draymond approaches him. Jordan Poole pushes Draymond. Draymond, he almost Superman punched him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he left his feet. Yeah, he lunged. He definitely lunged at him. And didn't do nothing with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. He dropped him. He dropped him. He folded up. He dropped him. I thought he put I didn't know he. Yeah, he, he, fell, he fell back against the wall. He almost he like him, hit right? him with a knee, too. Oh, man. Yeah. So, what do you guys feel about it? Warranted overreaction, sucker punch? What do you think? Yes, uh, I think it was a sucker punch from a motherfucking sucker. <laughs> sucker, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, pool different too, man. Because you know, you don't let you don't let a grown man <laughs> you you beat with a grown man. You don't let him you know pull up on you like that unless they have some kind of. Re- that's, that's the, that was a relationship or something, you know. But like I said, it was a, a sucker punch from a fucking sucker. Draymond a sucker, man. Just, <laughs> just a sucker ass. I, I don't know too much about the details of this. I did see the video. I'm not going to say it's a sucker punch, but you can't push a, you can't push a person and think everything is cool. Like close your eyes and try to go to sleep like <laughs> – 
if, if you aggressively talking and you push somebody, you push your hands on, you, you should be expecting something. You, you no know doubt. what I'm saying? So, uh, I, like I said, I, I don't know too much what was said between them two, but he should have pushed them and then swung first as opposed to push them and like, okay, you just going to, I'm expect you to go into the locker room with Superman punch come at you in return, you know? I, I don't know uh, what's going on between them two. I'm not going to say I look I look down on Draymond for doing that. You know, it they were having an exchange. You know what I'm saying? And their teammates. So I don't know how it got that heated. I don't know if they don't really like each other or if, if their personalities don't clash. But, hey, you, you push somebody. Expect somebody to swing at you. I mean, you take you thinking from a street perspective, but you're not you're not looking at it that way in a practice because you talk motherfuckers talk shit all the time in games and practice. We see motherfuckers selling wolf tickets. Nobody really want to fight. Mm-hmm. Nobody really want to fight. So I could see pool, you know, you know, saying whatever. I you know one thing I read to say he, he called him triple. He's talking about he a triple single. You know, I don't know how true that is. You talking about how Draymond, you know, is a triple single. What does that mean? Triple single? Oh, his um stats. Yeah, yeah. like he, he only getting single digits in all his categories. Yeah, triples. All right. Because Barkley was the first one to really call him that. Um, so that's what I read. That you know he was getting on him. He's called him triple single, or whatever. But you know, I. Who was that? Pooh said that to, or Draymond said that? Pooh, Pooh said that to Draymond. Y'all watching, mom? Yeah, it's that, to me, that's, that's that's some whole shit. That's some whole shit. You know, the thing about that squeak, you know, he 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 came he came to him right. He he they 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 definitely having this verbal altercation back and forth. They going back, you know, you talk right. your shit, you talk your shit, but. I think he was right. You, you you let the guy. You can't let the guy come on you and get in your face. Yeah, like get the fuck off me. Yeah, get off me. You but know? you got. But, but you can't just get. You know, push him and then look away. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's my point. That's true. <laughs> no, you that's gotta. Why, no, you gotta. Point. You gotta push him and be like, "Hey, don't you motherfucker? You know, be give, ready, give, right? give him a word or two. So yeah, I I, I get you. I get yeah. you. But, but see, here's here's another thing you have to have to look at what Drake Draymond's intentions were very disrespectful and you have to you have to catch that you know what I'm saying when somebody's walking straight towards you to they're not coming to whisper in your motherfucker ear like hey I, I like that cologne you got on bro <laughs> you know what I'm saying after we exchanged what we what we said and you know what you said if if, if what you said was considered disrespectful to him it's kind of like the Chris Rock and Will Smith situation, you know. You, I mean, it's exactly like that because exactly like what, what, is, what do you think Real Smith is coming on this stage to do? You, you ain't no, you're not thinking that he coming because before that there had never been nobody who ever ran up on the stage before that. Uh, so, other than the other than the street people who who've done it, you know what I'm saying. No one had known anything about people running up on the stage. All oh, that, that that shit became a phenomenon after that. It used so, to be a black dude who who used to do it. So why would why would Chris Rock think he coming up there to slap? Him? Why would why would he think that? He just made a joke. He saw Will chuckling and laughing. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't, why would he think he coming up to the left to, to to hit him? It's an energy too you feel when somebody's coming towards you. You yeah. kind of you gotta step back and be ready. So so even if you drop your guards and you don't know and you get slapped, how long do it take you to process? Like, oh, he just slapped me. Is it because you're in an auditorium full of people? That's exactly it, Squeak. I mean, you 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 stunned, right? You like. This happening. It's the Oscars. Like, yeah, I'm I'm stunned. But what you're not gonna do? You're not gonna turn your back, walk to your seat. That's what I'm about to push you up off this stage. That's that's what I'm about to do. And y'all about to cut y'all about to cut this presentation because we're getting ready to fight. I'm either pulling you back to the to the stage, back behind the curtains. But what you're not gonna do is rock me to sleep like that. You know what I'm saying? If if we know each other. And and I'm thinking you just walking up to me to say, man, don't talk to, to my wife like about my wife like that. But you slap me. That's the most that's 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 a besides spitting somebody's face, that's that's a disrespectful uh gesture, you know what I'm saying? And one thing about that that I hated, I hated is like uh pe- you know, after that incident happened, people was like, Man, I'm you know, I'm so glad Chris Rock, you know was 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 calm and didn't react because i would have hated to see him act a fool and two two brothers up there fighting on the stage i'm like fuck that why right. we, why 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 we gotta you know take that in consideration right. as a people like well let he just slapped the shit out of me but let me not act a fool because i don't want to have two blacks up here fighting on national tv fuck that that, that ain't even that's why not we even... always gotta take take race you know we gotta be the face of our race when shit come up yeah, I, I ain't rep- I'm not representing the entire race when when I get slapped in my face uh, on, on national television. And whenever we do something out of pocket, you know, it it's, it reflects poorly on our race. Now, what I don't like after the fact, I don't like Will Smith's apology. I, I don't like that, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, if if you did it standing on, you know, I'm st- I'm doing this to defend my wife. I ain't got to apologize. I agree with that. I ain't got to apologize. You, however, you owe me apology, you know? However, you know, getting back to he'll lose all, he'll lose a lot. He, he had a lot to lose. He was in, so he's in too big of a position to do that, man. He's just got too much to lose, man. You don't want to lose everything. You don't want to lose because you don't want people, you know, you just got way too much to lose. So in retrospect, I believe he thought he's thinking like that. Why, why am I apologizing? But no, I have to apologize if I want to. If I want to get to this bag, if I want to get this money, you know, if I want to continue to get this money, I have to apologize. It's, it's public. It's 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 public perception. One hundred percent. I can see 100%. that. <clears throat> but yeah, Draymond's a Draymond's a sucker, and <laughs> he is the most, one of the most luckiest dudes I've ever seen in my oh, life because he, he landed in the right spot. Perfect. Because he could never have made the money that he's made in, in, in Golden State anywhere else because his game will not translate nowhere else. And he got this persona as a tough guy, and, you know, it just seems like it works It works in Golden State. But, see, I think that's a, I think that's a, a, a testament to Steve Kerr's coaching ability. You know, when I think about that team, when Mark Jackson was the um, coach of that team, they looked like they was on the cusp of some, but it looked like it was going to take them a couple of years. I never thought that they would win it all the following year with Steve Kerr as the head coach. 
I just never saw that coming. And he changed the dynamic of that team just by sim- simply saying, we're going to play defense, but offensively, we're going to do a couple of things. Um, I'm going to let y'all shoot it how y'all want. You know, Dre, I'm going to have you to bring up the uh, the ball up the court. I didn't see him as having some sort of ball handling skills like he do, but he's very disruptive. Ball, he, handling, ball handling skills, what? I mean, he could, he could bring the ball up the court. And I don't see guards picking it out his hand. I think, Rodney, I think you're right. He, it, was a, it was a perfect situation for him. Perfect situation for him. Uh, and I think a big part of this is that he see he see the writing on the wall. They got a new they got a new person, you know, Jordan Poole. When it comes to players on that team, his um, you know his level of player is rising on that team. So he's he's becoming a better. If he no, he is a better player than Draymond Green right now on that team. But he probably don't get the same. The respect for Poole isn't the same respect that Draymond gets yet, and I see Dray, I see Draymond think I know I see the, you see the writing on the wall. He's, so he, you know, so he's taking this as an opportunity to put him in his place. Like exactly. you, ain't, you ain't there yet. You ain't there yet. This is my I'm still a big three on this team. You know, even though my numbers ain't big three, <laughs> I still I'm still a big three. But Jordan Poole was, <laughs> he was a big four for three years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, but you got you got to fight for that though. You, it ain't about winning. You are gonna have to fight. You gonna have to fight. Yeah, you are gonna have to fight. You 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 can't allow a guy to just KD, KD like didn't that. fight, huh? KD didn't fight. Yeah, that's why KD in that situation. What situation? Uh, going to Brooklyn and probably never winning again. All he had to do is all he had to do is cut Draymond right back out. Not put hands on. Well, I mean, he didn't put no hands on him, so now nah, just cuss him right back out. Mm. Just cuss him right back out. Like, listen, when people people got different bullying tactics that they could do. You know what I'm saying? Some people not smart on their on their feet with how how their talk back or their response. You know what I'm saying? Whether somebody says something slick and hurt their feelings, you 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 muff right right back out to them. You know, you got to stand your ground. Because at the end of the day, people looking at looking at you like, you know, when when it's time to go to war, man, what you gonna do? You got teammates that are that are, that are coming at you like that, you know. When we should just be one one unit, you got teammates that are, that are get at you like that, and, and and for a moment, shit, it becomes personal. Until y'all work that out. Yeah, I think you work that out by you you getting this shit, not cursing them out. So he say something, you just swing at him. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. He did shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the man called you a bitch. I mean, it's like, uh, I, I'm going to show you. Oh, no, I, I ain't no bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> it it reminds me of uh, when K, KG uh, said what he said about Melo. Melo didn't take no shower. <laughs> it was waiting on him, you know. Like oh, when he's talking about his wife, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. that's the rumor that that we heard. But I always thought that was so funny because it's like I'm not gonna ruin what I got on the court. But once this game is over, I'm coming to see you. You say Lala smell like honey nut Cheerio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but have y'all ever heard that? Like I think Kendrick Perkins was saying. uh, 
Draymond ain't really about that. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he'll be selling wolf tickets. He ain't really, when it come down to it, he ain't really about that. That's and, the same way with Garnett. Yeah, that's what, so that's what, that's what the, you know, uh, Kendrick Perkins says something like, you know, we know who you are, wink, wink. The people in the basketball, in the league, the real tough guys, they know who you are. So, you know what I'm saying? You can put on this tough guy persona for the fans and for the, the non-NBA people, but people inside the NBA, they know. And, I, man, I I believe that with all my heart because just, you know, coming up how we did, I know this dude is a – he seemed like a fraud to me. I don't seem like he, he'll whoop anything. You know, he just seems like a fraud. So I, I thought that was eye-opening for what, uh, what Kendrick was talking about. But, but see what 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 that means that Draymond is doing is that means that he's doing it with people that he can he can beat. Yeah. yeah. So those people those people have to they have to stand their ground because he's being a bully and if he not then you have to stand up to the bully whether you get the the, the butt whooping or not you know what I'm saying it's it's mm-hmm. about the fight not not about the win you want to win but but the, but, the, but the thing is there's not going to be a fight because it's on the court so you're not going to fight. You know, you're not going to fight. You know, y'all may, you know, do a lot of wolfing back and forth, but it ain't going to happen on the court. So you can be as tough as you want on the court. On the court. <laughs> but you see what Carmelo did. <laughs> I, I see you afterwards. All right. <laughs> and nobody, it wasn't on no camera or nothing. He's like, I'll see you afterwards. And he, exactly. And he, that's different. That's that, a different that, that, That's why I brought that up because it's like, the people that live this life is like, yeah, 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 yeah. Once this game over with, ain't no need to shower. Right, right. <laughs> I bet, I bet your bus. Yeah, waiting on you. But, but we've seen there have been some guys. There have been a lot of guys in the league who, like Matt Barnes, like mm. Matt Barnes is a live wire. Yeah. So, yeah. if some shit gonna go down, you know. <laughs> He might not be the one to go down with, you know, Steven Jackson. He another. Yeah, another one. <laughs> they uh, right. You see, Matt, Matt Barnes is tricky. He got that pretty boy image. Yeah. But you could tell he bought that life until he walked up on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you know, so that, that's tricky because, you know, the, the, the perception is that the pretty boy is going to fight. But then you, you get one that's about that life, what you do, because it ain't like, you know, Five seven dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he got the strength, he got the height, and he about that life. That's really not what you want. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, you know, he don't talk, you know, and they yeah. don't talk. I mean, a lot of them don't talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't they 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 with it. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. the ones that you can't calm down when when they own. It's calming them down. And when you think about Draymond, he ain't doing nothing but running around the court. Him and kept going there, running around the court, talking, woofing. The whole, Man, just I, uh, you know what I'm I, saying? I, uh, I heard Kenyon Martin do an interview one time, and he spoke on KG. What he said? I mean, I can't remember word for word what he said, but it was basically like, pipe down, because, <laughs> you know, I will whoop your ass for real. <laughs> you know, because, you know, he would, you know, KG would be, you know, like he wouldn't look at you, but he would, you know, say you know, just be cursing and saying all oh. kinds of shit, you know, talking. Yeah, that, that's called ba- basketball playground. They, they trying to get in your head. And Kenyon Morton was like, nah, you need, <laughs> you need to pipe down because I will whoop your ass out here. <laughs> Another one. 
another, yeah. another one that yeah. was. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. So, so it's been those guys, like, I think the first one I really knew, like Charles Oakley. Oh, right. Okay. He was like the first one to be like, don't nobody fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would, but you know what? I would pay money to see the worm go up against Draymond, man. Uh, <laughs> man, I would pay money for that. I know, dude. The worm in his prime going up against him? Yeah, exactly. Right. Because ain't nothing but a bad imitation of the worm, a really bad imitation. Yeah. Ball yeah. a little bit more. Worm would get him in foul trouble. Man, worm ready to do the business, man. I mean, he could give it to him how he want. Yeah. He could out. He can just play it straight up and then outwork him and get 15, 16 on, you know, rebounds yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Or he could tickle his balls and, <laughs> and get under his skin and get him kicked out. So, yeah, the worm could give, he could give it to him. Uh, yeah, but man, but back to the, the original, he's the he he came into the perfect situation. The perfect situation, man. He don't gotta do he don't gotta be spectacular at nothing. He can just sit around there and, and enjoy the show and get championships, man, and make all that money. So Look. they uh they doing the, the team is doing an investigation to see how that footage got out. Now that's that's wild. That now that's I don't care how foul you so off of Draymond, you, that can't that can't get leaked. You know what I'm saying? That that can't get leaked. You know. So it got to be somebody on on the staff on, on the you know on the staff mm-hmm. on the team. Mm-hmm. And maybe I guess they like man, fuck Draymond. I'm gonna put this out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm then yeah he he cursed me out the other day in practice. Man, fuck yeah, I'm gonna put this out. Go to go the other way, man, because. I saw somebody talking about it, and they were talking about how no teammates really rushed to help Pool. So it could have been put out to embarrass Pool. You know what I'm saying? He's the one who got knocked out. Uh, but you can't. But it, but that's not the way it's gonna, it comes off. When you look at it, they talking and they walk and they totally, you know, Draymond on the other side of the court, and he walks all the way over. And as you say, he sucker punched him. Like, okay, he did push him, but then it wasn't like it was an immediate punch. He pushed him and then waited like one, two seconds and then did his little Superman lunge and hit him. Mm-hmm. So I don't see I don't see in any light how Draymond could come out of this looking good. Or, no, 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 not looking good, but I'm just saying, I mean, it could go either way, you know. I mean, but if you put it out, I don't see how it embarrasses Jordan Poole. I mean, yeah, I mean you you think about the time frame when it happened. Let's let's say let's say practice started two, this fight started at two thirty, but practice don't get out to four thirty. What what were you doing afterwards? Did you just walk past him in the locker room? You you you, you didn't get man, yeah. It, it it looked bad for him. It looked bad because it's it's like what did you do? You know, like once practice was over, was you outside sitting on this car waiting for him? Did you catch him coming around the corner and swing on him like if, if that's a sucker punch, it ain't over. Security ain't gonna follow me and tell me don't respond and, and don't try to get no revenge, man. Y'all didn't help me, so it's 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 wartime. I gotta get you, boy. Again, though, Squeak, you said you said it. 
you know, Draymond did that to somebody he knew wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, it's, that's the kind of cat that may not be waiting at his car, you know, or to get him back, to get back at him. So, you know, I believe in that. That's a good point, Jared. I didn't even think about, you know, I didn't see, I guess, I didn't see, I saw a short version of that video, so I don't know if it was team rushed in to stop it or, or what after all that happened. So but that is a different point of looking. Yeah, before he hit him, they were just kind of standing around. Maybe maybe they didn't expect you know it to go that far. Yeah, I no, no one expected that. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not quite sure they figured Draymond. This is Draymond being Draymond, just sitting oh, around, yeah, wolf tickets. Yeah. We sent him tickets, and it's like, oh shit, he hit him. <laughs> but no, nothing. If, if if he didn't do anything, he just planted a seed in in, in Jordan's pool head. You know, he just. At this point, I could tell you it control you anywhere I want to. You don't do what I say. I'll be swinging on you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Let me ask this: Does uh, Jordan Poole demand to be traded? Do they trade him or do they keep him? Because it's hard to come back to you know to play for somebody who knocked you out basically in front of the world. No, he he's too valuable, Jay. He's he too he valuable to the team. Yeah, and Draymond ain't got long. Yeah, Draymond got a, like one year left, two years left, maybe on this. Like he, Dray, Dray, Draymond, it's it's the writing is on the wall. He won't be there probably past this year. So you think they keep pool and get rid of Draymond? Oh yeah, Fuck yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right. You know, if Draymond come back, it ain't gonna be for that. What he making? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Team friendly deal. Yeah, I talk bad about Draymond. I didn't, I didn't know he was this bad. <laughs> He's the worst. Fuck him, man. He's the worst. Let's let's talk about another live wire. We almost missed this one. Two hundred eighty-four million dollar uh, quarterback playing like you know, like he does not care. Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let Sque- we'll let Hughes uh, take this one. How do you feel about Russell Wilson? Man, it ain't looking good for my boy. I'm a Russ. I'm a Russ fan, and I'm just gonna keep it honest. You know, um, I don't think this is coaching more so than it is uh, his his ability and playing. If he is a hundred percent healthy, he's not looking good. If he's playing with some kind of injury, he needs to sit out. But his decision making um, in that, in the last game against the, the Colts, it, it was off. It was off. It was, it was a bunch of receivers that was open that he was late getting that ball to. He, he didn't throw the ball to. This ain't have anything to do with his legs or anything. It, it's it's his decision making that that I'm concerned with. You know his his athletic ability at times seems like it's still there. You know, but he he ain't looking right. I understand he has an offensive coach that uh, may not have that may not be ready for a head coach job as of right now but he's just not looking good in my opinion you know i'm, I'm concerned you know they have a they have a real good defense and this looked like a a, a year that is gonna go to race you know i don't know who who um i don't know who the broncos backup quarterback is but they need to start giving him some reps <laughs> at this point i've seen enough to know <laughs> that it's not going to get better because he's losing to to less competitive teams. You know, I, I, I picked the Broncos to beat the Colts. I didn't see the Colts winning that game. They shouldn't have won that game. 
But Russ kept him in that game, you know. Yeah, everybody picked the Broncos on that one. Yeah, did you so. did did you hear like the latest though that he has like a, a tarsally porn uh, labrum or something something yeah. tarsally porn a lat a lat muscle or something yeah. In the yeah, do I believe that? I I don't know. I mean, that's that's. I think that's the same face on you know the reports that's crystal clear of everybody saying, "What the hell is going on with Russ?" You know, like you waited till the game is over to 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 give us this report. You know, he he wasn't sore before the game. You know what I'm saying? Or all week of practice? Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. I'm. I don't want to. You know, be insensitive about the the uh injury you know if it's true you sit him out but why would you let him play you know what i'm saying uh, if they found out at the end of the game i, I don't know i i know what i saw i, I know what i saw I, I i don't i'm not seeing i'm not seeing um a quarterback that looks good um i don't think he's washed but i don't know what's going on with him. there's something wrong man he, he just looks dejected yeah, uh, I called it uninspired. There's something yeah. going on. There's something wrong. His passes are are not Chris, and, and he has an arm. He overthrowing guys. He he throwing that ball late. I, I don't know what it is. But if you if you look at that game though, you know his Russ deserves some blame. But the team, man, like you see the balls they drop. Like you see all the drops that that they had. Right. Like like them receivers. I mean. They, nobody's trying to help them out. Nobody ain't, you know, nobody can make a play. You know, nobody, you know, it's just like, do they fuck with them? You know what I'm saying? Like, like they ain't helping them out at all. You know? see, here, and I think, well, let me see. Like, no one likes Russell Wilson, but but, but Hughes. In Sierra. Yeah, in Sierra. <laughs> and his kids. Future's kids. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But, like, no one really likes him. So I think a lot of people are really taking pleasure in seeing this cat fail because, I mean, you know, he's always been a corny looking, you know, the corny dude, you know. And plus, he really, he piggybacked a, ch- a Super Bowl. And he got, he blew up off a Super Bowl that he didn't do nothing, that he had really had, didn't have much to do with. And he's lived off that for eight, for eight years. It's funny you say that. Nobody said that about Peyton Ben when he was in uh, Denver. Yeah, they did. Yes, yes, they did because he was benched. He was Peyton Man was benched. He was benched. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. benched, and the and the and the starting quarterback got hurt, and they had to bring they brought Peyton off the bench, and he finished. Mm. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, <laughs> everybody noted that that Peyton got carried in on that last Super Bowl. I just, I think, I think, I don't think Russell watched at all, man. I just think, I don't think his team, I don't think it's like, when I went back and looked at that game, they dropped a lot of balls, man. They, they did. They dropped a lot of balls. They, um, nobody, nobody seemed like they wanted to make a play for him. Nobody. And so that's, that makes me think, man, they really messed this dude. But everything we saw with the off season, how they was preparing, how he was practicing every day, everybody was all on board. Man, I thought this was a slam dunk move. I thought this was going to be a real big, a real big deal. I thought they'd be the best team in the AFC West, but boy, he got a. I was he, wrong. He has, he has to, he has to be a different quarterback. 
And I don't know if he has that ability because when he was at his best, whatever that was, it wasn't standing in the pocket picking your defense apart. Yeah, using his legs. Yeah. It was getting, it was being impromptu stuff, running around, and you know he was getting getting you know he was being successful that way. Yeah, we've never seen him be successful just being a pocket passer. So I don't know if he can. But I don't know why that would be an issue because it's like you can scramble and throw the ball. Why you just can't you know drop back and just throw the ball? Uh, for one, you five ten. <laughs> So getting outside that pocket kind of opens things up. You can see. So um, him being a pocket passer, it remains to be seen if he can do it. I mean, dude, I mean, I ain't going to say dude watch because he could still, you know, put up 25 touchdowns or something, you know, maybe mm-hmm. 30 in the way the way the league is. But uh, I think I think a, a lot of players in that I think a lot of players in the league don't fuck with him. Mm. You know, they see him as fake, corny. So, like you say, you say cats ain't making plays. Maybe they ain't bought in on him. Could be a reason, man. Definitely. Maybe if, he, if that's maybe really they, the case, your coach needs to say something. Like we we here to rent. You know, we we'll be friends. We'll be friends at the end. We'll be friends. Um, while we on the field, we don't have to be friends when we get off the field. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I need – that's the one thing I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing no one hold anybody accountable. I'm not seeing Russ get at the the, the running backs when they fumble or they go in the wrong hole. I'm not seeing Russ get at the receivers, the way Tom Brady get at the receivers uh, for dropping the ball. I'm they, not they – was, They was – it's respect. I'm not seeing that intensity from him of – I, I do see the come on, come on, we can we can get it. I see that part. And, but did, you I'm see, not, and did you see how they look at his ass? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, like, the memes. It's like, crazy. man, get the, get the fuck out of my face, man. Yeah, I, I don't know what that's about, man. I, I think he's I'm telling you, like motherfuckers really don't rock with that dude. They hmm. really don't rock with him because they think he they, they they look at him as a fraud. They look at him all that go hawks and let's ride and all that shit. They just think of being his fake, man. Yeah, well, he he gonna have to he gonna have to change. He gonna have to take these brothers out to to eat and build a, a better bond. I, I don't know if mine a mistake gonna finish gonna do hey. it. <laughs> I don't know. But. I don't know, man. It ain't looking good for him, my opinion. Yeah, and, and I don't see it. I don't see it getting better as the as the weeks go by because they have a coach that really hasn't shown his his ability in calling plays and coaching. So I see, I could see him getting out coach, but Russ does not look good. And they lost their best player. Damn, they well, they for sure they best running back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Williams. Javante Williams. Yeah. So I won't be picking them. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be picking them going forward, man. I, I don't know, you know. Say, what was your question that you was gonna ask? Uh, you know, kind of how, kind of how we grew up. Um, there was there's this poll going around on the internet. I don't even know if it's a poll, but I think I saw it somewhere. But I thought I wanted to bring this up to the group. I don't. You don't even got to go into detail with your answer. I just want the answer. Maybe this could be a topic next show. Why you answered? Why you answered? But 
if you had to snitch on your best friend or cheat on your girlfriend, you had to do one. Which would which would you do? Girlfriend or wife? Uh, so okay. So let's do let's do let's do it tw- let's do it two ways because I know you're gonna have two. Ways. Let's do girlfriend, girlfriend, and a partner you grew up with, and then let's say wife. And your ace boom coon day one best top of the top. Interesting. But I know it changes that wife dynamic changes it. I know that changes it. Mm-hmm. But but just think about before you was married, think about your girlfriend, even if even if you did marry her or your or your homie. Mm-hmm. Would you snitch on your homie or would you cheat on your girl? So Cheat on your girl. Yeah, I'm going to cheat on my girl. I'm going to cheat on my girl. I'm going to cheat on my girl. <laughs> I don't want to have to live with that that jacket. But there is a scenario where you may, you may have to snitch. And the scenario being if they go get my mother. Well, I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about not even <laughs> extrapolating into anything. Just okay. that mindset. <laughs> Not just that mindset. Do you cheat? Would you cheat on your girlfriend? Now, wife, <laughs> and it's your it's your ace phone call. It's your homie. It's so your what's, homie. What, what what's the snitching? Is it to the cops? Is it about him cheating on something? Him doing something? Or if, it's, I mean? if it's if it's, it's got, I say it has to be major. It has to be major. It has to be snitching to that'll get him in trouble or her in trouble, mm-hmm. or your wife. It, this. Snitching to put them in jail or cheat on your wife, like that's the kind of that's the only thing I think is equivalent to a marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a that's a deep one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep one. Like I cheat on your wife. I cheat on the wife. <laughs> no doubt, huh? I cheat on the wife. I'm not sending nobody to jail. Hey, uh, I, ain't no, I ain't no snitch. I no, I, I'm just I'm not listening. I, I think that's it's just ingrained in it's ingrained in. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a bona fide former cheater. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 yeah, I ain't proud of that. You know what I'm saying? But did it once, you can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. But nah, you know what I mean. I'm just joking. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't. I couldn't feel. It's and it's crazy to say. You could cheat and and um, be comfortable with yourself, but I wouldn't feel comfortable with myself snitching. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable, and, and I'm not no street dude like that. You know what I'm saying? That that run with a whole crew of guys, but I stand for something, and, and I have morals and principle about myself. I would I wouldn't want to be put in no situation where I'm facing 20 years and, and to get out of that 20 years, I tell on this man. I think he ain't even in the game. You know. So, but devil advocate on that when you say you got principles and morals. <laughs> yeah, how you going to say that? <laughs> say that. But you cheat on your, you know what I'm saying? So that's, a- <laughs> that, that's, a, that, that's the thing. See, the cheating part, you can, you can, you can, you can, suck that up to being ignorant caught in the moment you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh the snitching part you playing that one <laughs> you, you playing that one playboy it's all pre, it's all premeditated mm-hmm. 
Did you answer that, Rodney? Did, did you answer? Yeah, I I I, told, I agree. I agree. You know, right. you agree with you what you got to say. It. You, yeah, gotta you, say it. <laughs> you cheat on your girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, when you cheat, it's like, motherfucker, it didn't it didn't just happen. <laughs> you put some thought into this shit yeah. at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you put some thought into it, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, they, but that's some. Yeah, that that that's that's a uh, that's a good question. That's a good uh, conundrum. Yeah, that's 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 something that should should be posted. And, and you know what? I don't want to hear my wife answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's how that's how deep this shit is. Dude, I don't hear that. I do. I think women are totally different. I think they a snitch. Like that's what I. Ooh. I think women are snitch. On a on a on a homegirl ace. Yeah. I, I I think they would snitch. I really do. I don't. I, really do. I think I think that'd be like get that strip on the phone. <laughs> get, that, get that motherfucker strip on the phone. <laughs> you flip so, it, it gets interesting. Yeah. Huh? So so have any of you ever have any not not counting when you was, you know, a little kid and then have you ever told on someone in your adult life? I I know I know I've never I never have told on anybody. I mean I'm I'm gonna take, take stuff to my grave. Oh never! I just can't, man. Just I, I can't. I I told on the co coworker. They were beefing, and and it was some micromanagement um, behind it. So I had to snitch to the manager of like, listen. You would never figure out why these two don't like each other. And but you told? I told the story of why <laughs> they didn't like each other. Because, you know, we working all together in the, in, the, in the meeting. They arguing. But what does that got to do with you? Well, what it had to do with me, this was a person's review. And it's like, you know, how they ask a question, uh, a generic question of how does this person work with others? That's the part where I, I had to, to tell the truth. Like, so hey. you fucked them out of a program. No, 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 not, not out of. A, a, they could have got a outstanding. And you, you fucked them and they got. A hey, at the at the end of the at the they end got a of, satisfactory. Nah, at the at the end of the day, it, it was a uh, it was a it was a difficult thing to do, but it had to be done because one person was was getting power out of it. Just, just, just shitting on one one person and doing it in, in the dark. Mm. So, so they had to have known or heard about it before. And so, I think what I said, what I said, they just ain't gonna take my word. They already probably had heard about it before and did something about it because I didn't have any. I didn't have any kind of um, evidence to to present or anything of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> this ain't sounding good. Oh, I, I, I stand on. I this stand ain't on. sounding good. <laughs> hey, because it don't sound like you had no skin in the game. <laughs> nah, I, I I didn't. But here, here's the only skin that I had. They would make they would make us uncomfortable. You know how you you know how like you know how. We are together and, and we're in a professional setting. 
and you have two people just going back at each other, just, I mean, I'm talking about like Oregon, like, like a married couple or Oregon, like exes. And it's like, that's the manager's uh, issue. To get no, no, no. To and get see, here's the thing. The manager was never around. The manager yeah. was never around. So they were able to just get this up. It's like, Hey, we got a meeting here. Y'all can, we can, can y'all get focused? They going back this, but one person had, um, was was like a, a higher position, you know what I'm saying? That's the one that was doing, you know, the, the, the micromanaging, you know. Two two men or a man and a lady? Man and a lady. Man and a lady. Who who was who was aggressive? Uh the lady. Okay, that's the one you told on? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, well I can <laughs> that makes it a little better. You told on the and, and, and not just telling this. It's, it's it's like it's it's like just being honest. Like, you know, it's like it's it's like if you ask me how this person work with others, then at this point I was like, okay, this is this is what I gotta do. You know, and, and like I said, I ain't, I ain't getting nothing out of it, but I'm I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the, the real out the while because you know it's just dragging on too long. Ronnie, that, that makes it better that you told on a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes it better. You seen tell on another guy. You understand it more. <laughs> you seen tell on a guy, man. It's like, man. I never I never talked about it either. I never Roll talked. I, I, well, it's forever on um, camera. Yeah, it, it's cool. I, I never talked I about hope it. They I hope they don't see this podcast. I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 I care not. I care, I care not. Oh, man. That was a good one. He told. Oh, man. I see why you did that. Like, for real, for real. I see why you did that because people like abuse power, you know, at mm-hmm. work. And if somebody doesn't say anything, it just keeps going. So because I, what you I understand what you got to realize is that <laughs> after a while once they get their confidence up to to c- continue doing that one person like that it's only a matter of time before they yeah. do you like that spreads, yeah. and, and it's like it's like hanging around a friend that you know is out robbing people and you cool because he hasn't robbed you yet but it's only a matter of time before he robs you it's only a matter of time <clears throat> I have a guy like that in my life right now, man, and I, I feel you because I I felt like the older guys who had to deal with this person before me mm-hmm. should have dealt with this problem before I got there. Like they've been mm-hmm. putting up with this like 14, 15 years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you could have did something in all this time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I understand where you come coming from. And that's going to make you do something. That's going to make you do something damn. you never thought you had to do. I agree. Yeah, put bad thoughts in your head. It it did because you see yeah. it coming. <laughs> you know, it's like a storm. You got to prepare for it. You see it coming. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. All right, let's uh let's cover another topic. Let's talk about song of the year <clears throat> right now. Which we're almost to the end of the year, so whatever mm-hmm. you pick is probably the song of the year. So who wants to start off? What's your song of the year? It can be rap, R and B, rock, whatever. So that this topic, I thought about this topic for this for the whole BET stuff, what was going on, mm-hmm. and um, for me, I think song of the year, you know, should be a song that is got got to be enjoyed by over like like a big genre of people. Like I think a lot of people got to like it. Um, so for me. I think that I think the song that I thought was the, the, the best song of all year 
was mm-hmm. it, and it's gonna be weird for me because I thought Kodak Black his song Super Gremlin was probably one of the best songs I've heard this year. And I didn't even like Kodak Black. He, he just he just came on my radar just from, you know, Instagram. But I thought his song, especially for what it did for sports and things like that, is just super catchy. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good song, which I think. So I never knew how they measured it. Are they are they do they go by the single sales of each song that's nominated? I don't know. Do they go? Is it a popularity contest? Every song that was nominated in the BT, I really liked. Every song I thought was dope. Like I did like a lot of big energy. I do like uh Gorilla F R N. I do like Future Wait for You. And I do like Kodak's. Uh that's that's probably one of my first songs that I really like for Kodak. It grew on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how you measure like the the year you know like if it's like i like i said earlier if a song is released like january and it and it's the number one song from january to to may but then you got kodak coming out you got future coming out and they getting played from like may to where we are right now october is that a fair assessment of you know what I'm saying? What's considered the song of the year when it really came out like late summer or something like that, that's burning up the, the charts. So it's like, how do they measure it? Like, are they going by, you know, the song that sold the most singles? You know what I'm saying? If all <laughs> of them are considered number one. So I, I kind of like I don't hear big energy that much, probably on the urban radio station. But if I'm looking to, to, to uh, change the dial, I still heard it as of uh, October. You gotcha. know. I still hear Super Gremlin. I still hear Wait For You by Future. Like both of those songs, uh, and I still hear the FN. But I don't really hear those three songs other than Super Gremlin on other, on pop stations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if if that makes a difference. My personal choice will be Future Wait For You, but I don't know if everybody loves that song. I like Drake verse in that song. I like the hook. I like Future uh, Verse. I like Super Gremlin too, but I think Wait For You is a is a better, um, I guess, lyrical song, if that makes sense. I, I do yeah. like Super, yeah. Super Gremlin. I got to go with um, the, the Super Gremlin. The beat is crazy. That's a good beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good song. Got a, you know, a lot of views. But you, you have a good point. I, we don't know what criteria they go by. I don't think any, because to have that Glorilla song on the right. song of the year just came out. There right. you go. That's the right. right. Just came out. But if, if you if I really had to pick me personally, I don't I don't know the song, but it'll be have to be something off of Kendrick's album. He mm. to me he has one of the best albums so far this year. So I would just have to pick something off Kendrick's. But in terms of radio songs, popularity, it just came out recently. But I think this song changed this girl's life. It's that Glorilla song. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think her life yeah, just yeah, changed yeah. Okay. based on that one song. I, I think she got, a, she got another song too. With, with tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, she already has Cardi B on the song. Yeah. So I would have to give it yeah. to Glorilla. Yeah. 
already know Rodney's going to say, what what new songs? If Pimp's the only exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting on the next topic. <laughs> hey, let me let me ask you, did, did that, because uh, I know we had discussion about that Kendrick, that Kendrick album. Did that did that grow y'all? Did that grow y'all a little bit more? It grew on me because I know when I first heard it, I wasn't I yeah. wasn't super impressed, and I ain't, I don't think back to it enough yet. It grew on me. It's a he's a very sneaky lyricist. He's a very mature lyricist, and I could clearly see he is the artist that Tupac really wanted to be. That never got a chance to just do his hmm. part without having to put the the hood shit into it you know what i'm saying and, and so kendrick says was on his mind what he going through and he has an agenda and it's it's strange because he makes this kind of conscious rap that's kind of hood in today's society they so intelligent they get it whereas when Pac tried to do it it, it never going at that type of attention probably like one million or two million you know for for the Brenda got a baby, but none of it played like in the club or nothing like that. So much to the point where he had to really dumb down who he really was just to get on the charts. You know what I'm saying? And Kendrick, on the other hand, he ain't dumbing down nothing. He coming, he coming uh from a conscious standpoint, he's coming lyrical. And it's really not it really shouldn't be on the radio in a sense because they really don't play that kind of that kind of stuff, but it's making it on the radio. It's making it on the pop charts and stuff like that. He's able to do shows and he's featured on musical as a musical guest on, you know, late night talk shows and stuff like that. So he's really him and J. Cole are really winning being who they are as artists and not selling out and not have to do no hood or no gang or no stuff like that. You could tell that's really what Pac was really trying to do, but he had to find his way. And he took another lane. You know, that's a, I'm a, that's a, that's a good comparison. But you know, when I think of J Cole and Kendrick, I think they, I think they, I think they're very similar. Mm-hmm. But I think J Cole is so much more easy to listen to. Like he's, so, he's so much more. I don't know if it's just the flow on the beat. I don't know if it is the beat, but. They, they they're on the same level to me lyrically. To me, they're on the same. They they talk about the, a lot of the same topics. J Cole, you just understand it. It's clearer. It, it gets the point across the same way. I just I get lost. You know, I I, I consider myself intelligent, but I get lost a lot with Kendrick. A, a lot, and it's like it's not as hard to follow to me. Mm. Hey, let me piggyback on that. Um, Maybe episode uh, 11 or so of the podcast, me and Hughes had a conversation about Kendrick, seeing Kendrick live. I recently saw him in September in Las Vegas. And Cedric, to your point, I have to be honest, man, I'm a big Kendrick fan. But he was doing a lot of songs off that new album. And I was thinking to myself, please stop doing these damn songs. Mm-hmm. Like, do some of the old stuff, man. Kendrick is is I, I describe him as um art. His concert is art. His, his stage presence, his stage show, it seems like an art uh, presentation to me, which is cool. But sometimes you just want it simple, where you can not simple and dumb down, but simple enough where you can understand what he's saying. And to your point, that is J Cole. J Cole is not going over your head, but at the same time, he's still high level. 
And sometimes Kendrick just goes over your head. You really don't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have a point. Valid point. Yeah. So you. So to the question, Jared. So did you? I know you said you're a Kendrick fan. So as you starting to listen to that, that's that new Kendrick. You just you starting to just like it more. I gotta be honest, man. I listened to it for like the first two weeks, and I haven't really gone back to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, something like that. I just you pick your five, six, four songs that you yeah. like, and just throw yeah. away the rest. You know, just focus on that. Gotcha. Uh, like a classic Nelly album. <laughs> Country grammar. I, I, I'm gonna tell you something. That new Kendrick made me see Kodak Black greatness. I would have never thought that Kendrick and Kodak would be a good combination. But and Kodak say a lot of words that I don't can't comprehend, but they just they 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 flow with the song. But I thought he was spitting on them on them songs that he was with, with Kendrick. I thought he was riding that beat. I thought Kendrick gave him the proper platform and the proper alley-oop for him to just catch it and slam dunk. So it made me uh, go back and look, listen to Super Gremlin. Like it, it really made me do that. I totally squeak. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. He put when he put Kodak on him. I thought that was the best on a couple yep. of the best songs on the album. I really, really, really did. Yeah. Uh, it gave me a whole new appreciation for Kodak. I went. Mm-hmm. I started listening a little bit more Kodak. But yep. yeah, I, That's I exactly agree. What it did for me. I agree. I, I totally agree with that. I do. And in, in, in this generation. They see future as the Jay-Z of their generation. And I couldn't agree with them, but he has put in a lot of work. And he's just, just from a different era in, in that that I'm that I'm from. And so he is a great, he's a he's saying a lot of things, but his delivery is what I struggle with. You know what I'm saying? He he has a delivery that's that's that I find awkward. But I could see his greatness because when he, I look at Drake as a like a a, a top five, top ten lyricist. Even though he may have the, the ghostwriter thing like that, I look at Drake as a, a lyricist. Anytime, anytime Drake is on a song with Future, Future could pretty much get that 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 song lyrically. He skates on the song, you know. Who was that? Say, repeat that. Who? Future. Future and who on the song? Uh, Drake. You think Future kills Drake? I don't want to use that word, but I think they have a good kind of like the Kendrick and Kodak. I think they have a good collaboration, a good and it band. makes me appreciate Future more as an artist. Uh, and he has a couple of songs solo that I like, uh, March Madness, and and other kind of songs that, that I like from him. Album wise, uh, I just have to give him more. I just have to give him more of a chance, you know. But I can see his talent, though. Yeah, he's definitely talented. On uh, that DJ Khaled album, Future, is, I call him the MVP of rap. He's, That's a fact. He's all over the album. On the songs he's not on, his style is being used you know, yeah. on, the, on the album. And he's a good collaborator. Whenever he does, uh, like like that Cali song with uh, him and Scissor. That's a good. that's a good little song. Yeah, I agree. Future is um, my new thing is saying people are high level. Future is high level. Yeah, helps Kanye too. He's all over Donda. Everything Kanye's been doing lately has future. Future's involved. on Donda. 
He he wrote a lot of this stuff. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote a lot of this stuff. I didn't know that. He came out like a month or so ago and said basically he was a ghostwriter for Kanye. Okay, um, we've been going for about an hour forty. Okay, kind of ran through all our topics. Does anybody have anything they want to discuss? I'm good. No, I just I just want to uh, redo my top five from my last episode. I'm taking Ice Cube out, and I'm putting Jizza in my top five. You serious? Jizza the uh, from Wu Tang Clan. I'm serious. Top five. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's too, that's too loaded right now to go in on that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's the Mick, that's the Michelob talking, man. We that ain't the Michelob. <laughs> See, when I talk, when I when I say my top five, I'm not including record sales and all that shit. It's rapping. It's it's yo 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 talent. It's not what he sold, so so. Well, that's something for me. For me to, I will listen. I will make it a point. And I don't. Don't 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 do it. No, no, no. I, I, will, make, I will make it. I will make it a point to listen to some jizzle before the next episode. <laughs> let, 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 let me let me ask you a question about the, the jizzle. Mm-hmm. What song? What standout song does he have? Other than like shadow, I'm like a solo song. Other than like shadow boxing in in, in Wu Tang. Like when I hear him rap, he could flow. He can get in and get out. But I don't know why I heard him like still a song lyrically. Uh, but you didn't put him in your top five. No, I didn't put him. So I'm I'm asking. Oh. Like, no, the, but see that no, see that's okay. the thing. That's my top. He's in my top five. That's it. So I mean, that's it. You know, is it, I, I, I can't. I can't explain to you why he's in my top five. Okay, I get it. No, you got to name a song. Name a song. No, I don't. No, I don't. I ain't got to name a song. (laughs) The dude is just dope to me. He's in my top five. I'm not going to say he ain't dope. There it is. You know? Is he better than than Jada Kiss? Um... No. Michelob talking. Third one or the fourth one? It ain't the Michelob. Now, see, I forgot about Kiss. I forgot. I I totally forgot about him. So we, so so when when we say top five, I think of like the whole picture. Like I think of sales. I think of flow. I think of. But yeah, I just said I don't. I don't. I don't account for sales. Yeah, I think when I think of top five, I think about the whole big picture. About you know the culture, the what he did to culture. Now, if we just say like lyricist, I think that's a different, I think that might be a different conversation, y'all. If we said, who's your top five lyricist of all time versus top five, do y'all agree with that or do y'all disagree? You got your your your, your top five lyricists, or is, is that the same as your top five? For, for me, it is because at the end of the day, I never included anyone that just has a flow but ain't really saying nothing lyrically you know what i'm saying like lyrics to me is is um is 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 how i get you ranked in in my top five top ten or, or whatever you know what i'm saying there are some guys that um, that i like that may 
may may not be lyrically sound, but they ain't in my they're not in my top five or my top ten. Okay. I just like them, you know. What about you, Jay? Do you think that's a different? You think that's a different top five? If you top- put if you put it that way, yes. But if you say to me, "What's your top five? Uh, no, it's not a different list to me. Okay. Like Jizza for me will go like maybe top five underground backpack rapper, New York. You know, he has to be in his own segment. But you know, I haven't really spent to your point, he spent a lot of time going through his catalog. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I got one of his albums. Liquid is it Liquid Swords? I got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Animal Planet, um, Shadow Boxing and stuff like that. Um, I like him. I just never thought he ever um I, ne- I thought he never shined with the woo. I thought he never shined. He like on his verse on Triumphant is real short. It's real short. Where everybody else was, and I, I'm not saying he didn't spit no good verse, but no, it was just. Inspector Deck had the best verse on it. Yeah, no doubt. So, so let me ask y'all, because I, I have I have no idea of the Wu Tang Clan. Is he even the best in y'all opinion? I've heard an interview where they were saying he's up there, but they gave it to Capadonna as one of the best. But that ain't who I think is the best out of the out of the Wu Tang. Method Man says he is the best out of he, Method Man calls him his favorite rapper all time. To me, I, no, he's not the best out of Wu Tang. Yeah. I would go, um, shit, man. You have to pick one person out of Wu Tang. I will go Method Man, but it can go uh, Ghostface. It can go Raekwon, Method Man. Yeah. Who's the best out of Wu Tang, Roddy? Jesus. There you go. Yeah, Jesus. He ain't never. He just never to me. I think when I think about him, he had a more mature flow. I just never thought he turned in his best work with them. You know, kind of like when I think about NWA, uh, when I was young, a lot of people were, were just head over uh, heels with MC uh, Ren. But I was always, I was always fond of Ice Cube. I always was, you know, and, and when he went solo, he really showed me that he was a lyricist. He could stand on his own, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Control a song, make a song, and, and, and make an album, you know? All right. Maybe we need to revise our top five rap list next time. <laughs> Dang. No, you, you ain't got to revise my, it. Mine stand the same. You got to stay the same. Like, but but see, I'm glad you brought up Jadakiss because I, I totally forgot about him. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot. I may have to revise my list. Okay. No, well, you know what? You know what? Yeah, I'll revise it. So I, I had I had 3,000 in there. So I'm, I'm dropping 3,000 out and I'm moving Jadakiss in. There you go. You put Jizza and Jizza in. So it's Kiss, Jizza, Nas, Jay Z, Biggie. That's my top five. That's all New York. Okay. <laughs> okay. I do. I would for the next for next time. I I would like to. I would like to think about lyricists. Because I, 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 I think when I think about it, I do think there's a difference between lyricists, like straight lyricists. And then somebody just being top top five. Yeah, because I'm sorry, I mean, could you also? Nope, 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 no. Nope, because nope, I because you know when I think about it, 
Tupac is he is he is he top five lyricists ever? No. But he a top five. He on your top five. Yeah, top five rapper. No. I just oh, think wow. it's a difference. I think it's a difference. It so, is. I like I like I like Benny Siegel as a lyricist and Jada Kiss as a lyricist, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't have the the radio sales. Yeah. They don't have this this album yeah. that sold five six million. But I can enjoy any Benny any Benny Siegel uh, verse. You know what I'm saying? That I've seen him. You know, or feature that I've seen him deliver. I can't. Mm-hmm. I've, I can count on my hand, like I've never really heard Jada Kiss or Benny Siegel deliver like a, a whack verse in, in my opinion, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That I wasn't kind of riding with. And now, and for me, now I agree with you guys. Now I say Biggie, when it comes to our lyricists, yeah, me too. I'm with you for Biggie. Yeah, me too. I get, I get it now. He, he yeah, he his flows insane. That's that's my argument though. Okay. When you take all when when you factor in radio singles and record sales, then to me, Nas is not a top five rapper. If 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 you if you want to look at it from that perspective, he's not, because he never has had, has had a record that really sold like that. He doesn't have record you know big singles, but he's a top five rapper lyrically. So you're not counting platinum as a. Uh... Mm, no, no. What 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 went what went platinum? I thought um. Because did, did, did Illmatic go platinum? Yeah, I thought Illmatic. Yeah, Illmatic did. Illmatic I mean, and, and I mean, um. But when when did it go platinum? Oh, that part I don't know, but I know because I know it was rich. A lot, of, hey, a, lot of, a, a lot of shit is platinum now. Right, but. At the time, it was sold. Did it go platinum? Yeah, I think I think it was written. Came out the gate, com- was a commercial success out the gate for '96. You know, no, like where, like where, why, why, why nobody speak, talk about LL? You know, he got radio hits, sold albums. How, you, how come he ain't in the top five rappers? Uh, Depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that got him in no top five. Illmatic is hood platinum. You know, it got bootleg. They had to put it out early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. hood platinum. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, throw darts at Nas, I'm saying. Because, you know, he's in my top five. But when you when you factor all that other stuff in, he comes down the list. You know, because he doesn't have that. He doesn't have the stuff. Like, Jay-Z is probably the best rapper ever. When you factor in album sales, singles, longevity, lyrics, you know, you know, lyrics, he's 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 the best rapper ever. Over Eminem? Using that yep. same criteria? Yep. Because he definitely don't have more he definitely don't have more albums sold than the Eminem. And Eminem got a he got a uh, advantage. No, you didn't say that. That's not yeah, in the crack. I mean, stat. Eminem got a built-in advantage. I mean, but Vanilla Ice didn't have that advantage. Vanilla he wasn't Ice, nobody top five. Vanilla Ice couldn't rap, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that. I, I but, agree but, with you on that. I, I'm not gonna take no. I'm not gonna take no shot. I'll put it like this. But I put it like this. I'm never. I'm not an Eminem fan. I've never been. So I could be. I, I'm probably in the minority with that. 
Like I just can't get. I know he's. I know he can rap, but you know, I'm just not an Eminem fan. He's a my top five, so he, he yeah. good. He good. Yeah. So under under y'all criteria, Jay Z is the best, greatest rapper ever. <laughs> Which I mean, ain't ain't far from. You know, that ain't that ain't the biggest stretch to say. He was on everybody's list. He was uniquely on every one of our lists. I think he was the only one that was on everybody's list. Right? And you know what's uh, funny? You, you know what's funny about Jay Z? He mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of rap features on people albums. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he does, Queen. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he does. Shit, yeah, if he, he does. Don't. There's there's an actual playlist on Apple. Jay Z features, you would. I mean, it'll blow you away. I mean, he. You could do a. You could do. You could do. You could put a a, a playlist together of about hundred fifty songs, week of just mm. features of Jay Z. I got it. I got it's one of my playlists on Apple. Okay. Jay Z features is dope. It's yeah. dope. He got a gang of them though. Shit, you talking about from he he been doing features since the nineties. Yeah, he got a gang of them. on some stuff. You'd be like, whoa, it'll kill you too. It's some good stuff. Like stuff with the dog pound, stuff with Snoop, you know what I'm saying? Just like West Coast stuff. I mean, it's this is decent. Yeah, when he jumped on that high, when I heard him on high, I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But that was that was when he just that was when he became Jay Z though, for real. Mm. Because he was kinda like underground. You know, we I you know, you knew about him, but it was like, you know, he, he hadn't made his way yet. Right. Right. By right. the time he dropped hard in our life, then you know, he was Jay Z. Yeah, that's that's when I that's when I picked up on him. That's I knew about him, but that was my first Jay Z album, Hard Night Life. No, I had reason. I had reasonable doubt. I had I had reasonable doubt in, in my lifetime. I had both of them. That's when I, you know, I, that was around the time I started to make my transition from a West Coast uh, to Jizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to Jizza, Ghostface, Raekwon. You know, Capadonna is dope. I, I I won't deny that. Uh, yeah, they they have the ultimate rap group to me. Ugh. And um, I'm a NWA fan, I'm a Ghetto Boy fan, but there ain't no group that cannot rap Blue Tank Clan. Man, because it's seventy five. <laughs> I know. And Outcast can out rap them. I nah, mean, nah. Outcast, they they could they could set you up. They could set you up so many ways. That that like the way o, ODB style is, it's hard to it's it would be hard to combat him, but they gonna get some of your best lyricists to, to go against ODB. So when they put, put Method Man look, on you and Ray you put you put you put Outcast and Goody Mob together, they'll kill Wu Tang Clan. All that ain't no that ain't no group. That's, That's a collective. It's seventy five of them. Let's just. Put that. They're just taking Def Jam, you know what I'm saying? There's so many of them, but they ain't that. They ain't that good. They ain't that good. They ain't he's that good. he's right. Goody Mob and Outkast will kill them. Man, are you you so hard on hard? Let's let's back this up. Let's run this. Let's run this back. Let's mm-hmm. run this back. You saying Outkast with Goody Mob would beat Wu Tang Clan in the rap battle? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they kill them. <laughs> I don't agree with that now. Hughes, I just saw them live, man. It was, it was nostalgic, but it was kind of, kind of tired. Now that, 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 okay, so that, that is true about Wu Tang Clan. 
they would have three albums that are like classic or that are up there. I would say into the 36 chambers, triumphant. Mm-hmm. Wu Tang Forever. Yeah, maybe Wu Tang Forever. So you saying so when you say in a rap battle between Goody Mob and Outcast and all of Wu Tang, y'all saying Outcast and Goody Mob will win. I say I, say that. I got yeah. I got the clan. Nah, I mean if you let Big Boy do his solo stuff, Outcast stuff, Goody Mob stuff, they'll kill him. So so uh, who who beats Wet Crime? From Goody Mob and Outcast, who beats him one on one when you match him? Big Boy can beat him. Big Boy can beat Raycron. Yeah, Raycron. Yeah. No. So who Big who beats Ghostface Killer then? Big Boy can beat him. Nah, so you already got to pick him against one. It's so many of them. It's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> too many of them. It's not a one on one. I mean, it ain't it ain't too many of them because you're not you're not saying you're not mentioning you God. Mm-hmm. You're not mentioning Master Killer. Um, you're not mentioning no. You're talking about Raekwon, Ghostface, Jizza, Method Man, and shit. Who else? Spectre Deck. You basically talking about five or six of the Wu Tang Clan. It may be thirty of them motherfuckers, but mm-hmm. you ain't talking. But you ain't you ain't bringing up old dirty. And, and uh, you got to put Capadonna in there. Yeah, so if, I, so if I took, so if I took, now you back okay. up to six or seven, right? Okay. Okay, but damn, it's it's four Goody Mob, two Outcasts, or five was it five Goody Mob? Four. 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 Well, you know they're gonna invite Killer Mike, so they yeah. bring Killer uh, Mike in that battle. No, he's not. He's not Goody Mob. Yeah, he's that's not true. Goody Mob. He's not Outcast. That's true. If you name no. another crew, like a like another crew similar in size, they gonna out rap them. I'm telling you, they gonna out they gonna out rap them. If you like, if you get a if you get a like the dog pound ain't big enough, but like if you take dog pound, Westside Connection, uh, that little group, you could find five West Coast rappers that can rap just that 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 that, that, that can that can rap like them, man. Mac Ten, Mac Ten, Ice Cube, Dub C, uh, shit. I mean, man, you Inspector can... Deck with with Gensu. He was against who blade them dudes. Capadonna would. I think you got to put a record label against um, Wu Tang. Like yeah, you have to. Death Row against Wu Tang. Then you have enough people, you know, to match up. Yeah. Would you? I, for, for this conversation, a comparison. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what the fuck, Death Row got other than Snoop and Pot? Nah, Snoop, Snoop, Pot and Corrupt. Dog Pot. Like, Pot can't so, get so, past. So, so Pac three. Can't get past, yeah, Pot can't get past them boys. So three. Cause you ain't blowing that. Cause that's that's, that's that's death row. Let's do. Let's do. Let's not do. Let's do. Uh, let's do. Rough rock. No. Think about maybe. Uh, uh, it's hard because ain't no ain't, ain't that big a collection of. I'm trying to think of a you know a big collection of. There's nobody yeah. like that. Yeah, nah, no, no, no. That's why you got to do a crew or a record no, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm saying you can combine two crews. So when but. you brought up that death row, that that makes that that brings up a topic for me because I mean for a later date, death row didn't for all the shit that they did, they didn't put out a lot of fucking albums. Nah, no. everybody got one album. 
they ain't put out a lot of fucking albums. But they got classics though. They dropped the they dropped the ball. They really dropped the ball. They put out like four fucking albums before everything crumbled. They got, they got soundtracks. They got classics, man. No, I'm, I'm counting. I'm counting the soundtracks as albums. So you got Snoop, Dog Pound, um, Dre, Lady of Rage, uh-uh. Pop. No, it, it was. I said, but before it crumbled, when the rage when Rage put her album out, it was all it was over. Well, you're, I don't even remember what year it that was. Like 97, 97, 98, yeah. when, she, when she put her album out. She I'm talking about, long. I'm talking about their peak years from ninety one to ninety to when Tupac got killed. They got like ninety one to ninety six. They got five albums. They got the Chronic, Doggy Style, two soundtracks, and and the Dog Pound album. You got Tupac album too. Oh, oh you forgot. Okay, you... Got, okay six. Oh okay. yeah, you forgot the clue with the Dog Father. Okay, if you want to include that. <laughs> All right, put that run against Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Death Row wins, right? Don't yeah, yeah Wu Tang got the they don't have the sales. Wu Tang don't have the sales. Not the sales, just the music. The sound, the music. The music. Forget the sales. <laughs> no, nah, they wasn't no they wasn't no radio. That's but see, that's not that's not a comparison because you're talking about a record label. In in theory, a record label can drop three or four records in, in albums in a year if they want to. Mm-hmm. When you a crew of 13, 15, 20 motherfuckers, if you get one album out every couple of years, you're doing something because you, it's hard to get all them people together to do an album. Even well, just even, just pick the first three Death Row records against whatever Wu Tang records, they still kill them. But see, that's what you're having to go to in order to deal with Wu Tang. You're having you're, you're having to create this fucking magical dream team. No, no, no. Death Row album of, of, of a record label who has the capacity to drop more. Music. Well, just that's not even just don't they don't have any size. But y'all talk about even, they're the group. They ain't better than Outkast. Like they just not better than Outkast. Yeah, it's not the numbers. It's the music. Yeah, it it's not the. They can be seven hundred Wu Tang Clan. It still ain't better than Outkast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I said just pick the first three. You could pick the last three and put it against Wu Tang. They still beat them. Mm. They kick corrupting uh, <laughs> corrupting uh, what's the dash probably got the Wu Tang. Nah, don't say that now. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I'm a dog pound fan, but nah, the liquor done got the best of corrupt. Now he fell the fuck off quickly. Yeah. yeah, he had yeah. a he had an ice cube fall off. Damn near, it was worse than cube. Yeah. Uh, cube's fall off, cube fall off was pretty damn steep. I mean, I thought he, I That's thought he, so I thought cube, I thought cube bounced back was West Side Connection. What's the cube fall off? He he had about fifteen years. What's the no, fall off? No, he didn't. If you saw it, he had five. He had from ninety one. No, he had five. He had from ninety to ninety two. He had two what you, years. Nah, he had eighty eight. You gotta go. You gotta I, go. To I'm, I'm talking solo. I'm not talking him with the group. I'm talking solo. When he went solo in nineteen ninety, he had ninety to ninety two. That's when that was his peak. After that, it was downhill. Lethal injection. Uh. I don't even know what the fuck the mother albums was. But you don't give uh, uh, what's what, what's the what's the yay yay? What's the what what was that song? We be clubbing. Yeah, we nah. be clubbing. That I was that was, was the shit. 
To me, it was. He didn't. Yeah, it was. And then, and then uh, the other, okay. the other song pushed rhymes like wait. That's on the right. one piece. He reinvented album, himself, man. Every album that he had, he had a nice little single. He went back to the top with um. Uh, yeah, it was a good day. He came back, reinvented his. No, no, no. That, that's in '92. That's 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 from '90 to '92. It was a good day. Forget. Okay, go forward to. Um, this is how we do. That might not be the name of it. It's the uh, West you know Side coming it? from the West Side. What yeah. year was that? That was '93. That was Lethal Injection. That was okay, so that's the day. album that does have. Uh, today was a good day on it. No, the Predator has. It was a good day. Okay, so. It's a so wicked and predator i mean wicked and and um today was, was a good day were the two singles off that album yeah so they, that well, probably, um no, they had another one um check yourself okay you're right you're right so that's three singles that album probably went platinum and no probably that motherfucker did go platinum okay so then the next album it's uh, War and Peace, War and Peace, Volume One, nineteen ninety-eight. He took five years off, ninety-three to ninety-eight. Yeah, and that War and Peace album—that's the song. That's the uh, song. That's a double album, right? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. had a uh, push rhymes like weight on it. It's not a double album. The first yeah, one was ninety-eight. The next one was two thousand. I, I thought War was a disc and Peace was a disc. It's two different discs, but they came out two years later. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. Which I still listen to these. These that's a good album. It's yeah. a good stuff on album. Yeah, I, I, I don't I think that's I don't, the one with Ghetto Bird. Yeah. No. Not Ghetto yeah. Bird Fool. I'm a vet. You can bet. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that, those are the two singles. Push rhymes like waiting fool. I'm a vet. Yeah, vet. Yeah, I, like I, don't, I I I do not fuck with Cube in the late nineties. We be clubbing era. That's <laughs> I'm sorry. I just and y'all say he reinvented himself. Okay, I get it, but I wasn't rocking with him though. And I think he had didn't he have like some features with Scarface around that time? Uh like that 98 Scarface. Nah, that was the, that was hand of dead body. That was that was ninety-four when when uh he did that with Scarface. Yeah. He had a long run, man. In my opinion, yeah, it was a long run. Yeah. Let's say in WA was 87, 88. And the last album I listened to of his was 2006. It's Laugh Now, Cry Later. I think he had a good run. Yeah, I think he did too. I, I just think that in the beginning of his solo career, they never really marketed him well. You know, three top, three top classic albums with the killer will uh being like an ep or something like that they was only giving him like two 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 or three singles off that each album or something like that maybe one single for for america's uh what's the first album called america america's most wanted that's only what um who's the mac who's the mac yeah so i don't think they really knew how to you know market him or push him out you know i mean but shit. How many singles was you getting off an album at, at that time? I mean, if you, it was, I don't, I don't know of anybody that was getting three and four singles off an album at that time. I mean, I, not off the top of my head. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know either. But, but hell, them albums weren't cheap back then. 
Them albums <laughs> like 17, 15 damn dollars or, or more, depending on where you got them. If you wasn't getting them bootleg, you know. Oh, yeah. You you can, you can go to motherfucking Sam Goody or somewhere and get them motherfuckers at 20. Right. So it's like it, it, it's like they didn't have to or didn't want to promote it because they was making money hand over fist back then. Keep in mind, you know, around this time, the nineties, when he, when is he, uh, when he's, I'm sorry, when he got into movies. So you know, you can't keep going with the music being gangster rapper. I get that. I get that. He transitioned into something else. He yeah. trans, you know. I just say he his run from ninety to ninety two. Hey, here, here's another topic. Besides Pac, who's the best rapper actor? You could do male, female. But who's the best rapper actor in your opinion? Shit. It could it could be comedy. It could be Probably Queen Latifah, bro. I say Will Smith. That's a cheat code. That's a cheat. <laughs> I, I say Will Smith because when, when you think about him being the first Prince, right? And he had like he's probably one of the first rappers to do like comedy rap, you know, his videos. You know what I'm saying? Parents just don't understand. Here's a dude that's a rapper that was never an actor, and he competed with Martin Lawrence with, with the Martin show with the first Prince of LR show. And he ain't no he ain't no comedian. But his show. It's up there with a real. We talk about Martin was a was a dog of a comedian back in the nineties, and his show was 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 funny. But the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was going head to head with that show. But I mean, he's a he's a performer. He might not be a comedian, but he's a performer, and they're writing shit for him. So just because he's not a comedian. You could you can clearly see he's a performer. Mm-hmm. Good point. So he so they have the have the ability to take his skill of being a performer and craft it, write write stuff for it. You know what I'm saying to make him successful. So but he still got to deliver though, right? He's a performer. He's not a comedian. He's a performer. So you know, the writers have have just as much to do with that. Is, is is creating his whole you know that for that show and for it to stay with the or compete with the whatever the fuck you said uh martin yeah so do you see so did you do, do you all see queen latifah as being even though she's a, a former do you all see her as being a uh, a funny individual from from the way they was writing on her shows and stuff like that I didn't. I didn't think the question was about comedy, though. No, I, so I, I, I thought you asked. I, I thought you asked who was the best rapper, actor. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. So what? I don't. I don't. What? What does the comedy part come into it? Well, you were basically breaking down the reason that that Will was funny is because he's a performer and that they were writing for him like that, right? But my point is that you still have to deliver it. It, it may not be in some venue. But just because they writing it, that don't mean that that's going to transition to you being uh, being able to pull that off. You know, um, living single, there was times where Queen Latifah had funny, funny skits. But overall, I don't see her as like a 
funny individual more so than I see as a as a serious actor. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. And, but still, but you brought the comedy part into it when you was comparing Will Smith comedy portion to his comedy to Martin Lawrence. The question was, who is your top actor slash rapper? Right. So that 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 factors in everything, not just comedy, but serious stuff. You know, whatever. Broadway, yeah. like oh yeah. girl, she did Broadway. So she got, a, I think she got a Tony. Just serious motherfuckers, like just serious motherfucker, like mm-hmm. you know, set it off, living single. You know, she got big movies. You know, you know that that touch all genres. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know that that's why I, you know I, I threw her out there as, uh, okay. and and she said, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I'll go, I'll go Queen Latifah. Okay. But, but Will Smith is, you know, yeah. All right. You're both wrong answers, Marky Mark from the Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was episode 15 of the Pod Deep Podcast. Like, subscribe uh, on YouTube. You can find us at YouTube forward slash Pod Deep. You can find us on Patreon also, Patreon forward slash Pod Deep. Or you can listen to us in audio on anywhere you can hear your podcast. Um, so, Click like, subscribe, comment, leave five stars. We appreciate you. Thank you, and good night. Peace. Good night.